0: of ramsey solutions it's the ramsey show where we help people build wealth help them do work that they love and create actual amazing relationships you can give us a call the number is triple eight eight two five five two two five my name is jade Warshaw. i am joined by george camel good to have you in the house george so fun it's great because look we both have books out that's an exciting time. I love it. If you're not watching uh, YouTube on podcasts, we have them both displayed. George's new book, Breaking Free from Broke, pre-order today. And then you've got this one. Well, George, you're supposed to announce mine. I know. And Jay yours.
1: Warshaw's new book, <laughs> Money's Not a Math Problem.
0: <laughs> there and you I go. Can I say, my
1: wife saw your cover yesterday and she was like, that's such a cute cover. Oh my gosh. I was like, you didn't say that about my cover. Oh, So wow. I just want you to know, Whitney's a big fan I of love the cover. That. She loves the color. She loves your outfit.
0: I love that. It's supposed to look like a magazine, and I feel like, do you feel like it does? 100%. Yes, and I Mine feel like Mine looks like, like Honey, is. I Shrunk
1: the Kids, but you know, that's Oh, funny. I
0: was going to go more for like Incredible Hulk, like move these walls. Like I get something.
1: that a lot. The, if I had a nickel, Jade, for every time <laughs> I got compared to the Hulk. I'd be broke.
0: <laughs> Real talk, I love it. But you can get your copy. I would say just go on and get both of them, read them both, or take one for yourself and give one as a gift. That's a good strategy. Love it. Uh,
1: RamseySolutions dot slash store. That's right. RamseySolutions
0: slash store to get it. Get involved, people. I'm going to get involved with these phone lines. We've got Chris from Minneapolis, Minnesota. What's going on, Chris? Hey, how you doing? Doing <laughs> nice good. Hi, <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm I'm on here just to to
2: find out. I have a makeup on location um, business for bridal parties, and cool. I started a wholesale uh, brand um, from this <laughs> I, from my makeup on location. Cool. And I'm looking to scale um, and figure out how to do wholesale for boutique stores. I have 11 locations right now where I'm selling to boutique stores. Uh huh. Um, my brand, but I'm just trying to figure out how to how to Figure out wholesale from consignment, doing it consignment or selling it um, wholesale directly to the the boutique stores and to see what's best.
0: So it's your um, line of makeup. It's your line of makeup that you're selling? Yeah, well, it's private labeled currently.
2: Um, We're looking at different ways to do custom stuff because I know a lot of customers are asking for that. Um, with the movement <laughs> in the industry of having things be homemade and when you say you know, custom, and,
0: when you say custom, what does that mean for makeup? Because w- let me p- tell you what I have in my head, because I want to make sure the listeners okay. understand. Okay. I'm thinking the same way I might go to the d- drugstore and buy like uh, Revlon, yeah. right? Brand. You've got right. your own brand of makeup that you're well, selling.
2: No, yep. It's a, well, it's privately. Well, so when I say own brand, I work with the manufacturer here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not my own recipe. So okay. it would be it would be something that I go there, find out what I want <clears throat> to sell them uh, sell through my online store and to the stores. Yeah, and then I, I package it here. In, uh, you slap your in own label on it. Yeah, I got it. Yep. So yeah, exactly. Yep. Make our boxes here in Minneapolis. Cool. Okay. Yep.
1: Okay. What do yep. you What are you bringing in right now? What's your top line revenue?
2: Um. Well, that's where this. So uh, my wedding business, where we do makeup on location, is actually the top revenue. You know, okay. it's a two-part business, so that is where, <laughs> but because it's a service industry, there's right. low overhead. <laughs> right,
0: right. That, um, and I love that, by the way.
2: Yeah. So, and so where the whole brand came from is, I had bridal clients who were like, "Oh, you know, how do I touch up? You know, I need my own Got lipstick you. to carry in the day." And that's where the brand idea came from. My brand is Gunpowder and Gloss Beauty, uh-huh. and uh, and uh, yeah, so do you have I, some
0: I, stores that are that want to carry this?
2: Yeah, they're actually already carrying it. Um I have eleven locations right now. I just got Delaware, wow. which is pretty cool. I'm trying to basically small boutique stores that don't have necessarily a brand. Like mm-hmm. I wanna be able to have the, you know, powder foundation, all the different things. Yeah. Right now our category mix is just lipsticks, shadows, bronzer. Like So are you not
0: is um, the problem that you're selling it to these stores, people are buying it and you're not making any money? Is that what the problem is? Yeah, I is? feel like
2: well, I feel like the wholesale piece. I like, for instance, I get a wholesale order, and it may be you know three hundred dollars. But then I buy the goods, and it's costing me a uh, three hundred dollars to buy you know the the product, um, and the cost of the product, and the box, and all the things. So I'm just trying to figure out. Because I have one store right now, I'm testing this yeah. to do consignment with them, uh-huh. and uh, it's in Tennessee. Actually, it's um, over in Johnson City and Irwin, over in that area. Okay, and uh, it's actually been good. Like she, we have a 70-20 uh, split. I take seventy, she keeps twenty. She has no in, over like investment
0: into the into it. Sure, um, it's just and, what but, you make is what you make.
2: Right.
1: Forgive oh, my ignorance. My where's the where's the other ten percent going? I'm just curious. <laughs>
2: Oh, sorry, 30. I oh, 11. okay. I was like,
0: <laughs> something yeah, is yeah. not
2: enough here. Okay. So 20, sorry, yeah, 70, 30. Sorry.
0: I feel like it's, in, in a lot of ways, it's kind of like a basic math problem, right? You, you've you got to start with right. some margin in mind. And if there's no margin, then some there's a, a dollar amount that's got to shift, either on the cost that you're selling it to them or on the cost that they're selling it to the consumer. So some of that ends up back in your pocket, right? Right.
2: right.
0: So
1: could you just increase what you charge for the wholesalers?
0: I
2: could I just feel like in the beauty industry, you know when they can go into Walmart per se and buy a five dollar dollar lipstick of course. mine is a high you know it's a good quality lipstick, you know the no pyramids, all the different things that we try to not have in there, um, but I sell it for twenty four and they may so i'm really trying to figure out like how
0: do i <laughs> so probably what's you know, happening is it a lot of times what i see is it's like okay like i'm wearing a hoodie sweatshirt right that i made right, if i right. were to buy this in bulk and get you know tens of thousands printed it's a lot cheaper than if i go and say hey i just need to run a 10 right i'm i'm paying right. so much more per item so it almost right. sounds like because you're trying to move small and you're trying to do this yeah you are going to spend more per product early on because you don't have the proof of purchase to just go out here and say you know what I'm going to go to this manufacturer and I'm going to have them do 10,000 lipsticks and 10,000, you know, foundations right. and t- you're not there yet and I think the right. good thing is right now you are you're going to have to pass on some of that to the consumer and you're going to have to pass on some of that to your distributor because Everybody wants to make money, right? If you're not making money, right. you're not going to keep doing this. And if the manufacturer, you know, if, if the store is not making money, they're not going to keep, uh, Carrying your brand. So what right. I would try to do is make sure the value proposition is there for the customer. Why am I going to spend okay. twenty four dollars on on Chris's brand of lipstick when, like you said, I can go over to Walgreens and get one for five dollars? Well, you just sold right. it to me because I'm like, yeah, I don't want any parabens. I don't want any uh, animal right. products in there. I don't want, you know, I don't want this to yeah. make my lips crusty by the end of the day. So make sure right. you've just got to get <laughs> yeah. creative with your branding mm-hmm. and understand why this is better and make sure um the places that you're reaching out to um to carry this, that is a like it, it they're known for carrying boutique products. like that's there's definitely a market for people who want that. I'm in that market, right. And it's just this is not the thing to try to get into. Uh, Walmart or someplace where they're carrying a lower um, price per item. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. But start small.
1: Try to go grassroots. Try to incentivize the folks that are buying from you currently to share, spread the word. You can give them free product, Mm -hmm. work with influencers. There's a lot of things you can do. Wholesale may not be the ticket for you. There may not be enough profit margin right now. That's good, George. So there's a lot of options out there, but I'm proud of you. You're crushing it, Chris. Mm -hmm. Thanks Mm -hmm. for the call. Thank you. love it. Thanks for
0: having me on. Thanks. (laughs) I love that social media angle, George. That's (laughs) That's where the money is right there. Jade, you're an influencer. You understand. Yeah, I would. Look, I might influence it. Send me a couple. I want to see if it's any good. This is The Ramsey Show. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw. I'm joined by George Camel, and we want to take your calls today. We want to hear about your life, your money. You can even call us, we'll talk about your career, your relationships. Because here's the thing, it all filters together, right, George? One thing bleeds into the next, which bleeds into the next. So give us a call. The number is 888 888- and we would be happy to give you our take on that um the question of the day today is brought to you by neighborly your hub for home services with 19 service brands nationwide neighborly's provider network has trusted local service professionals to handle multiple different services in and around your area visit neighborly.com slash ramsey to find this to find and schedule your service today
1: Today's question comes from Jeremy in Kansas. I'm struggling to pay off debt, not because I can't afford to, but because it's hard for me to let go of the cash that's in the bank. I have approximately $80,000 in car loans and $450,000 on my mortgage. I have liquid cash of $400,000 and brokerage of $200,000. I know it makes no sense to keep the debt, but I have a hard time not seeing all of the cash available. How do I overcome this mentality? That's a real question, Jade. That's that's a real feeling.
0: It is a real feeling. A lot feeling. of people
1: when they've got all this money in the bank, it hurts because they've worked so hard to save up this money and they yes. feel like they're making a mistake by deploying it all to pay off debt. That's right. But they're not they're forgetting what's on the other side of that. Math? Yeah. You if you owe $400,000 and you have $400,000 in the bank, that $400,000 is spoken for. That's right. By that mortgage company. Yep. You're not actually free. You don't actually have this giant pile of money because they want their $400,000. Yeah. You're not going to get away from it. So
0: it's that's fake, part fake of it math.
1: Is, is realizing the reality of it's really not my money. It's yeah. got someone else's name on it. And until they're paid, I'm not truly free.
0: Yeah. You know, I think the hard part is uh, so much of what we teach is not based on math, right? It's based on behavior. It's based on uh, a feeling of freedom, this is one that is based on math. Like the math set, like if you, it's a, it's almost its own net worth equation there, right? Because it's like, okay, you've got all this money. You don't really have $600,000 that you think you have. You've got 520 because of this debt. And wouldn't it be nice to have all, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice for the math to truly math? And you'd be like, you know what? Yes, this money is all mine. The money that I have is all mine. But as long as he's got that debt laying around, it's in his head that, okay, like, Eighty thousand goes to my car, and then if we pull the mortgage into it, then he's negative. Actually, yeah, because I mean, if he were to take this money and pay off his mortgage, basic math says he's got four hundred
1: liquid cash, two hundred in the brokerage. That's six hundred thousand. He mm-hmm. could okay, so he, could do he both. liquid. So he could still have seventy thousand left over after paying off his home, after paying off all these car loans. Yeah, and by the way, if you want to do math, buddy, that car is a depreciating asset. Woo-wee. That eighty thousand dollar loan. Well, that's now going to be on a $50,000 car. That's right. You're underwater on. And I know that because we take these calls every day on the show. <laughs> so if I'm you, I'm paying it all off and still I'm going to have 70000 left over. And that's going to feel great. What are you doing with 400000 in the bank just sitting there doing nothing for you?
0: I think people just like to see it. Like you log into your bank good. account and you just like to see that number go up.
1: But that could also be kind of a scarcity mentality. Where it's just kind of this hoarding of like it'll never be enough.
0: Oh, 100 percent That
1: may be that may be a therapy situation more than a financial one.
0: That's also true. You know? I mean, I can If you never to had that. money
1: growing up, yeah. you all of a sudden see all these zeros in your bank account and it gives you a sense of security. Yes. Yes. Which is great, but you also gotta live your life.
0: You gotta live your life. And part life. of that is not having no debt. And there with in his case, this is great because it's a mortgage that he's paying off. This is a forced savings account. So it's not like he's not losing the money, he's just shifting it over to another place if you really want to think about it like that's that.
1: That's true. Jade, you know, people dog me for paying off our mortgage early mm-hmm. because they went, that's so dumb that he paid off a low-interest mortgage early. Haters. Do you know what he could have done? He could have invested that money. And I'm going, y'all don't pay my bills.
0: Okay. And they don't sleep in your bed at night.
1: That's, that is for sure. Only my dogs get to do that. And my wife, of course. I'll, She's I'll, there okay. too. Thank you, She's Whitney. She's there too. But there's a piece of this equation where... You don't know what that freedom's like to not have to pay a lender next yeah. month and the month after that, and the the options we now have to invest way more. Yeah, we're gonna be okay. We'll be multi multi millionaires. But in the meantime, I want to have no mortgage payment.
0: Oh, so what between you're now and retirement, is, what you're saying is for them, it's a case of they don't know what they don't know. They've never had, they've never owned a house free and clear, so they really can't speak to the feeling that it gives exactly. you when it, when the mortgage is well. Gone. And like Ooh, Dave always says, that.
1: hey. Go pay it all off, and if you miss the debt, you can always go get more of it.
0: There you go. So there. try it out,
1: Jeremy. Love I'm that. I'm proud of you, man. You're, you're crushing it, and you could clear all this debt today mean baby step seven, living and giving like no one else. Good Highly stuff. recommend it.
0: Good stuff. Let's see what Haley from Hartford, Connecticut's talking about. What's going on in your world, Haley?
3: Hi, Jade. Hi, George. How's it going? We're doing well. How are you? doing fine um so i'm asking on behalf of myself and my husband um we're wondering should we sell our house
0: if we think it was a mistake to buy it well what's you what's making you think it was it could be a mistake
3: okay so we bought our house six months ago um (laughs) and we started listening to ramsey four months ago um
1: funny how that works really
3: right (laughs) perfect timing. Um, but basically we, um, we didn't really think it through. We didn't have a budget. We didn't, you know, we didn't follow any of the baby steps yet. And our house is 34% of our monthly take home uh, pay. Yeah. And, uh, it's just, we did buy it under market price. So we could sell it for a little more than we bought it. So we could make Um, I just met with our realtor and we actually could walk away with about nine to 18 grand based on what it sells for. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're wondering, should we just, you know, we haven't been in our house very long, but should we just, you know, kind of have no shame in saying, Hey, this was a mistake. Let's go back to renting and let's pay off the rest of our debt with the money that we make.
0: Well, let's see how much, how much debt do you have? Um, so we have about so we are we're in baby step two, we have our um,
3: our emergency our thousand dollar emergency fund and then um, we are paying off we had ten thousand in credit card debt and eighteen on a car. So the ten thousand in credit card debt um over the past month we've brought it down to um two thousand. Oh great. Or eight thousand. We brought it down two thousand to eight thousand.
0: Oh okay. Sorry oh it's eight thousand so eight thousand um, in credit card debt. Yep, and eighteen on the car. Okay, what else? Um, that's it. What,
1: okay, what's the household income?
3: Um, so our like before taxes or after taxes?
1: Just gross annual income before taxes.
3: Okay, so I make um forty eight thousand, and my husband makes sixty two.
1: Okay, so we've got a little over hundred thousand gross, and mm-hmm. you're saying thirty four percent's going to the mortgage. Then we've got all these debt payments. Uh, I don't think this is like an on fire sell the house tomorrow situation, but I mm-hmm. would try to increase income for both of you. Even if that's temporary for the side hustle, because I want you out of debt. You got twenty six grand to pay off now.
2: Um.
1: Yeah. Could you do that in like six months if you got real intense?
3: Yeah. So we're doing Instacart and like um, what's the dog dog sitting Rover yeah. um, and. But well, we're
1: talking over actually, four grand a month going toward the debt. That's aggressive. Yeah. Right now you're doing about two. So we right. need to mm-hmm. double that. I agree. And if okay. you could pay this off fast, that'll free up some income. And mm-hmm. if you can get keep that income up, that will lower the amount of your take home pay going towards the house. Now all of a sudden we can breathe yeah. and this house becomes a blessing instead of a burden.
0: Because I mean a long term, I mean, we we recommend that your home obviously is no more than twenty five percent. You're at thirty four. You have right. to ask yourself, what do I need to do to get to find that nine percent over the long haul? And what does that look like? And it's a lot, but it's not a lot. You know what I mean? Can you can you find another $10,000 a year? Can you find another $12,000 a year? Like, what does that look like? You may not want to do Instacart and Rover forever, but how can you get your core income up 9%? And I think if you guys put your heads together and figure out what that looks like, that's really the ticket right. to solving this equation.
1: And I would sell that car before the house Ooh. if we're getting to some dire straits and okay. you're feeling that's the pinch. Right.
0: I like that. So, so there's an option. Can I ask a
3: follow-up question? Make it quick okay so what if we don't like
1: the house very much oh my goodness that's a whole
0: different question that's a whole different question
1: you may end up selling i just don't want you to think this is a fire because of the finance side but that's right this is why we tell people only buy when you're ready that's right don't get pressured into it
0: one thing at a time pay off that debt try to get your income up and then we'll fry bigger fish when we get to it this is the ramsey show
4: I want to tell you a true story. I got a letter from Fran in Virginia once. She and her husband Gary were loaded down with debt. They decided to get serious and worked for over two years to pay off $65,000. They were able to buy their dream home. Gary had just started a new job and things were looking really good. Six months later, Gary unexpectedly died. Wow. Tears my heart out. Besides the grief and shock, Fran had no income, was on her own, and her Social Security benefits couldn't pay the mortgage. Talk about feeling lost and alone. The only good part of this story is that Gary had term life insurance through Xander, so Fran was able to deal with her grief without being overwhelmed with money issues. Sad story, but I share it with you to make a point. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Having life insurance is what responsible people do for their families. It's why I tell you every day to go to Zander.com or call them at 800-356-4282.
0: You are listening to The Ramsey Show. I am your host, Jade Warshaw, joined by George Camel, your other host for this hour. Uh, give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. We'll talk about the things that are on your mind concerning your money. Maybe it's the holidays coming up. Uh, I read a stat, George, that said the average... Family of four uh plans on spending about sixteen hundred and fifty-one dollars, one thousand six hundred and fifty-one dollars on Christmas.
1: Just gifts or like food, everything, travel?
0: That's everything, which when you really think about, it, especially if you think about travel in the mix, I'm like, that's not bad. But what I what I did draw from that is if you're not on a budget, that will go that and more will go very quickly. Cause I'm like, if you're traveling to grandma's house and you're cooking, you know, Christmas dinner, and you've got two kids that you're buying gifts for. And if you're traveling and there's cousins and things like that can get out of control very, very quickly. And you start
1: to shop for yourself too. I do. That's a dangerous game. It is a dangerous game. While I'm here, it's on sale. Might as well.
0: Okay, James, in the booth list, here's a poll for you. When you go Christmas shopping, do you do one for them, one for me? one for them
1: James is too He one for he me. Wouldn't do, that. do you
0: do that or do you just like no I'm sticking to it a- at the very least do you at least buy one thing for you let's put it like that I feel like I at least buy one thing for me
1: thank you for your honesty Jade uh, you're yeah. looking for some justification here what do you think James are you asking me personally or to do a poll like we did both. the other day both I mean I try my best to stick to a budget but it can be tough
0: so you mean you don't buy another black hoodie what
1: I have black hoodies to spare, Jay. yeah. James' shopping list is real sad and dark, literally. Oh
0: boy, we gotta take a call. Let's go to Jenny in St. Louis, Missouri. What's going on, Jenny? Hi, guys. Um,
5: I'm getting married soon. I'm 55. He's 58. He wants to sell his home and take the 50 thousand in gain from that sale and apply it to my home, which has a balance of 129. Um, I think the money should be used differently because I am trying to get out of debt with some other debts and I don't know what to do because I understand why he wants to do that. I just, I just want to do it the right
6: way.
0: Well, it's kind of weird. I, I was expecting, cause I was kind of reading up on your call before we took it and I was thinking, oh, probably he's trying to take the equity out of his home to pay off her home, but, but this doesn't even, it. but this doesn't yeah. even clear it. No, no, it'll just be paying fifty thousand down
5: off the one twenty nine that's currently owed. Just well, there's to get closer to paying the house off.
0: There's a couple problems with this. Um, number one, you're not married yet, so I would not think oh. of doing anything like this or anything else with your money together until after you're married, right? Yes, yes. Okay, it's all going to happen after the fact. Uh, yes. Okay, okay. That gives us some peace. So, is the yeah. idea? What's the idea? Because now you both have homes. You're married. What are you guys attempting? Are you trying to get in a situation where one of these houses is paid off and you can rent it?
5: No, no, no. He's going to sell his home and he's going to you. 50,000 in equity. He's going to apply it to my home balance.
0: I see. I see.
1: And what is the total debt balance you have not with the mortgage?
0: Uh, I
5: have 19,000 in a car and then I have a student loan but I can't pay it off because it's part of a divorce agreement and we equally pay payments towards it strange.
1: And you can't pay um, your balance in full? Like a lump sum I to cover your section? I
5: can't because the loan's in my name and it, it, it's kind of a weird scenario. How much
1: is so it? I,
0: that one is 22000 Is that the total amount or is that your, just your half? No, that's the total. If, that's I'm not going to lie, 30. if it's in your name and I might be like, try to get with the judge and be like, can I pay this off and then he pay me back?
5: If we, can, we can go there.
0: <laughs> I, I might do that simply because it's in your name.
1: I just don't want this hanging around for 10 more years accruing interest while you're just yeah, chipping it, away at it. It
0: only has it only has 4 years left, so I think
5: I think I'm not too worried about that one.
0: Well, if I were in your uh, shoes, if you guys get if and when you guys get married, I'd take the 50k from the sale of his house. I pay off this debt first including the whole 22,000 and I would do a situation where it's like, "Hey, I don't like fooling with this guy. It's in my past. I'm going to get debt free." If you can make it to where he pays me off, great. But I'm moving on with my life. That's what I would do. That's what Jade would do. And I think that's what George would do too.
1: Yeah, and I like just when you get married, then you guys do the baby steps together. And that means how much money do we all have as a couple? All right, we got the $1,000 starter emergency fund. We have this debt. Let's knock this out with whatever cash we have. Let's build the emergency fund three to six months. Let's start investing. And then any money beyond that, we can throw at the mortgage, which may well, end up
5: being less than about. 50. I'm worried about our retirement like position, like where we are. And that was another kind of wrench in this whole picture.
0: Well, that's and- even more reason to walk it through this way because the cl- the faster you clean up this debt is the faster that you can get three to six months saved is the faster that you guys can really start focusing on the things that are going to build you wealth, which are setting aside some money for retirement and paying off the your existing home, the one that you guys decide to live in, the one with the 129000 on it.
5: Okay, so what, you you would agree with me in getting rid of the smaller debt first before yes. starting to think sock away at the house because yes. with that with that, just the car being paid off is another five hundred a month that would just Ooh. go towards
1: the house. Well, and what's going to be the household income once you guys get married?
5: Uh, bring home to bring home will be about sixty two hundred a month. Awesome, that's great.
1: And so, how quickly could you pay off the mortgage once you guys are married? You have no debt. We've knocked down the mortgage a little bit with whatever cash is left over. We're talking a few years, well, right? Our goal is five years or less. Boom, I and that, that. would be—I would be my goal. We're going to retire when the house is paid off, and over those five years, you're also going to be investing fifteen percent of your income
0: mm-hmm.
1: as soon as this debt's paid off and you have that emergency fund.
0: Do you have anything yeah. in retirement right now, between the two of you? Um, between the two of us, it's maybe a little over a hundred thousand. But I get a,
5: a, a pension that covers about seventy-five percent of my income okay, when great. I retire. Okay, but the big, my bigger. My next question, if I have time, sure. is I have what's called a backdrop coming when I retire to the tune of sixty to seventy thousand. It's a lump sum payment that's given by the state government for every year you work past your normal retirement uh-huh. and then you get your pension. Okay. Um that money is taxed unless I roll it over. But I was actually when I was single thinking, oh well if I have anything left on the house at that time I'll just pay my house off. Um, but how would you how would you utilize those funds? when do you get it i I will get it and well I won't get it till re- retirement, which will be eight years
1: okay so I think I, by then you'll I, we'll be, have a paid for house, so yeah. I'd rather roll it and save on the taxes and use that as part of your nest egg
5: and I just agree. get it as a monthly monthly amount kind of thing,
0: okay, yeah, because by then you're gonna be debt free, including your house so you wouldn't need yes. to roll it to the house
5: yes and and the and I was able to work it out so I could live on my income when I retire. So his income will be just on top of that.
0: Gravy
1: on top. I think this is a good plan. And most people find that when they have no payments, it's easier to retire, even if you don't have a huge income and a huge retirement account. And so that's why the focus on decreasing your expenses.
0: I think that's a good point, George, because it's hard. We talked about this earlier. It's hard for most people to imagine a life Number one, where they have no consumer debt, but number two, where they don't have a mortgage. I mean, that's for most people, that's the biggest line item (laughs) next to daycare, the biggest line item on their budget. So imagining a world where it's like, hey, when I get my paycheck, all the money, like all the money goes to me. And when it's like that, when you then step into these retirement years, it's like, well, I suddenly need a lot less to live on because really it's just for those what your cell phone bill you're telling me your cell phone bill is what's going to drain your, <laughs> your you got insurance <laughs> your
1: cell phone bill and your paramount plus subscription because you there gotta you watch go. iCarly that's you right you, have it jade
0: and you're maybe you, you you get a country club membership so you can play pickleball there we go you know some of the luxuries of
1: I want to retire and have so many options I don't want to retire right. and be like oh we gotta now scrimp because we didn't save enough And part of that's getting rid of the mortgage. And that's why we recommend the 15-year fixed-rate mortgage. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's conservative and aggressive, but we found that people who follow the baby steps who do that end up paying off their mortgage in seven years seven years so they're not going into retirement with a mortgage hanging over their head and they're figuring out when can i retire yeah they got options
0: that's the blink of an eye george and our
1: millionaire study found 10.2 years was the average amount of time for millionaires to pay off their home
0: wow 10.2 years and we also found that the average millionaire is not someone who's making over six figures right a third of them never made six figures. teachers right these are accountants what's the third one
1: uh engineers engineers
0: There you go. I like when we debunk the myths, right? We demystify it and realize, hey, it's actually not crazy at all. It's actually pretty simple. It's just this consistent pattern, paying off debt, investing 15%. It's almost
1: too boring, Jade. They want something more complex and crazy. But that's it. That's how it's done.
0: That's how it's done. This is The Ramsey Show. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. My name is Jade Warshaw. This is George Camel. Make some noise, George. Woo. All right. That's and you, it. That's all you get. <laughs> I wanted them to know that you were there. I wasn't just talking. You know, the people on the podcast, they don't know. We could tell them anything.
1: I'm rarely asked to make some noise. I will say that much. So I didn't know <laughs> what to do there. Noise.
0: Well, we're taking your calls about your life and money. Give us a call. The number is 888 5225 And we'll try to help you out. But uh, I do want to tell you guys, number one, I'm so thankful for all of the listeners. I'm thankful for everybody who downloads the podcast, everybody who logs in and checks us out on YouTube. It's it's really just the reason that we're here is you guys, um, and we appreciate your support. And... If you're looking for another way to support, something you can do is consider liking, subscribing, and sharing the show with your friends, your family, your coworkers, anybody who you feel like is broke and needs some help. If you're like, wait a minute, I noticed that Joe pulled up in a brand new Lexus. He's got the same paycheck that I have. Something's wrong Share the show. That's a nice
1: way to do it. Hey, I love this show. You should check it out.
0: Yeah. Thanksgiving is coming up. You're sitting down at the table. Uncle Boo Boo is talking about whole life insurance yet again. Share the show. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see the train of thought that I'm on here? Like, subscribe, share. When you do that, not only does it help us, not only does it help you, it helps other people, right? It boosts it up in the algorithm. They discover this. Very, very important resource, and they're able to change their life and money because of it. So consider doing that, and we would say thank you. All right, let's go to the phone lines. We got Taylor in Kansas City. M-O, that's Missouri, not Kansas. All right. What's going on, Taylor? Hey, guys. I appreciate the time. No problem. How can we help? Well, um, my mother-in-law has recently
6: purchased a house here in Kansas City where my wife and I live. And, uh, she, she kind of was hoping, you know, Hey, in the future I might move back, um, be closer to family and whatnot. And she kind of came to us and said, or not kind of, but she did and said, Hey, you know, I think uh, you guys should live there and, um, you can live there rent free. Uh, you know, I just, if you guys want the house, um, I just don't want to deal with a renter, um, but you can live there rent free. And so we were like, wow, uh, this gives us an opportunity to kind of um, take our current house that we live in. Um, and then we were just wondering, like, should we do this and rent out our current house that we live in um, and pay that house off?
1: Interesting. So your mother-in-law yeah, it doesn't live weird, there? I
6: know, it's a weird... <laughs> it's a weird
1: is that right? Weird. This is an empty house?
6: Uh, The one that she has? Yes. Yeah.
1: She's not living there with you?
0: No, she, she lives a little over an hour away. What was the purpose of her getting the house?
6: Oh, just... For hopes of possibly moving back closer to family, so in the future at some point,
0: what um, what happens if next? You know, what happens if a year and a half from now she's like, "I'm ready," so I'm ready to move back. What happens?
6: Then I, I think we would just move back into our current home that we're in because we don't plan to sell it.
0: Okay, interesting. Oh,
1: this is a very interesting predicament. Um, I, does she have a mortgage yeah. on that house? No. Okay, so it's paid for. So she's still paying yeah. insurance and property taxes. Is that just her gift to you? Yeah. And who's yeah. responsible if uh, the HVAC breaks?
6: Uh, so that's that's the kind of thing we don't really know. Like I, I'm guessing that you would advise us to get that in writing.
1: You know, 100%. Like, Do you see where I'm going with this, okay. though? Like all these little nooks and crannies that we thought life was going to work out perfectly, and now the roof needs to be replaced. And she goes, well, you guys are renting for free. I feel like you should cover it.
0: I don't like the deal. Yeah. I, I I don't like the deal um, because of what George just said. And the, the here's another part of it. Um I feel like when you buy a when you if you purchase a, a piece of property for the purpose of renting it, your heart goes in a different place. You're like, whatever, it's not my house. I it's it's for renting, it's to make a profit. When you take what you know will is supposed to eventually be your personal residence and you rent it out, I think that it's not the same house anymore. And you're going to be like, "I this dude's been in my bathtub." Like you it it just feels different. And so I think that taking your home that's been your home for a while, then you go live in this other house you let renters rent there for 2-3 years, and then you want to go back to it. I don't think it's going to be the same place anymore. So that's my second reason that I'm not going to say it's I'm not going to say that it's wrong to do, because it's not wrong, but these are just the reasons that I wouldn't do it. What do you think, George? Yeah, I
1: mean, we've seen worse situations on this show. If mother-in-law was living there, this would be a different situation. If she had a mortgage, this would be a different situation. So there's just a few red flags that make me pause and go, is this the right move? Do you guys really need the money? Are you trying to pay off debt? Is the mortgage too much for you? You know what's your financial situation that's driving you to do this other than, hey, free rent, we could make some money renting our place. Mm-hmm. Now you also become landlords and have the hassle and risk of having tenants, and you're responsible for you know a lot of the yeah. things that happen in that house.
6: right. And that's actually one of the reasons why, because we you know, I think we would like to eventually become landlords. And so this is kind of a get your feet wet scenario where we don't have a whole bunch invested, and it's like something kind of goes wrong. Um, we still have a place to live that we're, you know, doing. Here's rent a wild
1: free or, scenario I just thought of, Taylor. What if yeah. you got a tenant in your mother-in-law's house and you guys were kind of the property managers?
0: Interesting. Oh.
1: And maybe she gave um, you the majority of the proceeds. That way, you're not oh, having to that's make this good, move. Good, George. I just it it's two birds, one stone. Here, you get to taste the the waters of the landlord life.
0: You get a little bit of money back. You
1: get a little bit of money back, and uh, the risk is still on her. She needs to know that.
0: And you get to keep your house. But either way, yours. the risk was on
1: her. If the roof needs to be okay. replaced, it was either going to be on her or on her, not on you or the tenant. So mm-hmm. I would offer that as another scenario versus uprooting your mm-hmm. current life. George,
0: that's that's the move. I, I vote that, okay. that that is the move, Taylor. Okay.
1: There's
0: that's no, what we do in the show, There's no Taylor. downside, and it takes the risk oh, totally off of your plate, and it takes anything that could possibly happen uh, with repairs and all this stuff that makes those awkward money conversations right with family where it's like hey uh you know grandma we need some money for the pipes froze you know it's just it's yeah. it takes that away because the more conversations that you have like that it just eats into the relationship just a little bit every single time so i really george i think that is a winning a winning solution that was good.
1: Thanks, Jade. At least one time a day, I have a decent idea. That was good. I'm gonna Maybe. tell. I'm gonna
0: tell Whitney about that. I'm gonna be like George came through with a great idea today. Shelby, it. put the tally on next to yes. his name. <laughs> uh, what do you think, George? Can we talk to Julian in I San think we Antonio? Can do it. Let's do it. What's going on, Julian from San Antonio, Texas?
6: Hi, guys. Hi. Good to be on. Uh, well, I'm gonna get straight to it. Um, I'm a I'm a police officer for my county. Uh, I've been there for nine years,
0: uh-huh.
6: and I've built a retirement there. Uh-huh. Now, I have an opportunity to go work as a security guard, on security guard at a school district at a higher pay rate than what I am getting paid right now as a police officer.
0: Uh huh. And safer, um, I got to assume.
6: Yes, but I am not... So sure if I should make the jump because my county has a great retirement system where for every dollar I put, they put two.
0: So you get a, a match. Yes,
1: two for one. What's your new retirement uh, plan going to be? It's the TRS, the Teachers Retirement
0: System. Uh huh. And so they just pull a little uh, of your check and throw it in there.
6: Yeah, they. I was explained that it was years of service times two point three percent times average salary
0: Mm -hmm. how old are you
6: and now 35
0: and how much have you put into retirement thus far
6: um so far that
0: like
1: you're breaking up on us julian speak right into the phone oh
6: i'm sorry i have thirty three thousand six hundred and seventy seven
1: okay
0: and how much debt do you have do you have any debt
6: no no debt
1: how much uh higher paying is this job
6: well, right now I get paid twenty forty five an hour, and the other one I'd possibly be making thirty dollars an hour.
1: Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. Working somewhere nine years and you're at twenty bucks, I'm taking this leap, man.
0: Me too, and it's safer. It's a safer job,
1: and you can make up for it through retirement. You're 35. You got another, you know, 25, 30 years to start investing, and you'll do that since you don't have any debt. I'm taking this higher pay. Your income is your greatest wealth-building tool, and so that's going to supersede this retirement plan, my friend. But I agree. thank you for your service to your community. Yeah, that's appreciate amazing. that.
0: I love that. I love that he has the opportunity. Yeah. Ooh, George, that does it for it's this a 50% hour.
1: raise right there. Jade. I know. It's a good
0: right? day. It, it is a good day. I love it. That does it for this hour of the show. Be sure to hang with us for next hour. It'll be me and George here with you. We'll see you on the next hour of The Ramsey Show.